Hello and welcome to Keeping It Pure. If you're in the pursuit of dialogue with depth, you've come to the right place. New episodes release on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central. We're happy to have you. Congratulations, everyone. We made it to 2022. I know we just started, and technically I am late with the episode, but it's still exciting. And even though the excitement has worn off, it's January 13th, I really want to re-enkindle the surrealness of the new year. Some updates. I'm still working on becoming a better interviewer. I'm playing around with new ideas for the podcast, how to interview and edit better, how to create content in a timely manner. I want to stick this year with a resolution, if you will, to make episodes every other Thursday still. And I got bogged down during the holidays, but I'm excited to share my thoughts about the new year with you all. Stereotypically, there's this mentality of new year, new me. And it's often super hokey and silly. We throw streamers, celebrate the end of one year and the next that follows in glittering outfits of gold and silver. We eat and drink, staying up late in anticipation for the time and date to change. We also set intentions, often good ones for health, prosperity, and well-being. Intentions and goals that we may or may not achieve. It's hard to become an entirely new creation in a matter of a second. We want to be better versions of ourselves, shed our old habits in exchange for better ones, which is often easier said than done. Human nature often foils us, and the execution of these good intentions is more likely less than perfect. It may seem silly and naive to think we can change who we are overnight and get rid of all our old habits. I recently enjoyed a really great New Year's Eve party, and it got me reflecting on the holiday. New Year's is great because it brings hope and gratitude. It's also a warning because we are reminded that we never have enough time, or we seem to never have enough time, to accomplish all that we want. And I think that's a very American thing, our obsession with time. Because don't you always feel as though the new year crept up on you way too fast? I, I always feel that way. It doesn't seem like a year has gone by. During New Year's celebrations, we reflect on the happy memories we shared throughout the past 365 days. We have endured a lot, the good, the bad, and remember how these events, situations, trials, happinesses, and people that are in our lives will propel us forward to be better or make better choices. You need to recognize and allow your past to shape who you are, which is kind of daunting, but we do reflect in the past in New Year's. Reason one is it's inevitable, which I understand is more of a factor than a reason, but you must remember the struggles you experience or have experienced create the person who you are now. You are ever evolving in this true spirit of New Year's. You can change and become whoever you like, but not without reflecting on your past and incorporating that into who you become because that's just, it happens. You can't avoid it. It seems difficult to consider being grateful for bad times as well as the good, but really you, you should be. You wouldn't be where you are now without them. I especially feel this. Loneliness, resentment, confusion, shame, anger, fear... I was not in a good place only a year ago and for the past, I think, I don't know, I'd say a couple years, like I didn't really realize what I was dealing with or all those emotions that I was dealing with because when you're in it, you don't see it. It's kind of like hindsight is twenty twenty. But I recognize that without those hard times, like all over on different fronts, I would have never been able to appreciate and enjoy the life I have now. And I seriously mean that when you are not given something easily or right away, you enjoy, cherish, and recognize the merit when you are able to receive it. If you're used to having things go your way, then you start to take things for granted. I've been on both sides, depending on what we're talking about. In the meantime, if you feel like you are stuck, you are in the midst of a struggle, keep fighting because everything is temporary. This situation, whatever you're facing, is temporary, which means it'll end. 
If you feel self-doubt or rolling your eyes, scoffing under your breath at what I'm saying, please don't be upset. I know it's not a solution. But we must remember that the fact that you exist is enough. Your life, no matter how insignificant or lost you feel, is worthy enough. You do not have to have a certain lifestyle, achieve certain awards or accomplishments, live in a certain location to live a great life. The more I meet other people, the more I have found this to be true. When I stop looking at my phone for inspiration, although sometimes it can lead to great ideas, but truly the more I focus on real people, the couple that is still in love after having four kids that you babysit for, your best friend's fashionable older sister with the great skincare routine you envy, your teammate who is obsessed with fitness and health food, invest in the normal, regular, average people, those people I described, or whomever you think can fit in those categories or different ones. The more I do, the more I am reassured that you can have a great life, do great things, and feel more fulfilled even when things are less than perfect. I find the less I focus on myself, the more I am open to letting others inspire me, help me, lift me up when I feel down. Keep your chin up. There are people who are rooting for you. And better yet, lots of people are probably, okay, maybe not better yet, that sounds obnoxious, but lots of people are probably envying your life in some way without you even realizing it. It's not about the grass being greener, but rather what is behind the scenes of someone's life that they aren't showing you. Because guess what? They're doing this on purpose. Nobody has it all together. Everyone is dealing with something. And for those that, for some, like, for whatever reason, if they really aren't, I mean, congratulations, but they really aren't the ones growing. And at the end of the day, like, what would you rather have? Like, growth or not growth at all, just staying stagnant. So a whole year has gone by in 13 days. You got to remember who shaped you, the people, the events, and be grateful for all of it. I'm not here to get nostalgic about the past. I don't encourage the idea of wishing certain things would have gone better or hadn't happened. Your past does not have to suffocate you, but it does shape who you are. And even if you didn't have a good year or there are certain things that you wish would have gone differently, choices you made or choices out of your control, whatever it is, just take a deep breath. You're already changed because you are a new creation. You've already had a year under your belt. You have the opportunity to become a new creation. Here is what is misleading about New Year's. It's negative to think of everything as a new year. It's the, I'm going to wait for tomorrow to make a change when really change is happening this very second and you can make choices all the time. The fact that you are choosing to listen to this or you choose to pause your listening, you make choices in the moment. Change is always possible. If you are in need of change, you shouldn't have to wait. On that similar thought, don't stress about how you've been making bad choices and then every single choice is building towards something and, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make the right choices. I make crappy choices for my life all the time. Well, me too. I've been there in that diarrhea spiral. Very recently, actually. It's healthy to have a level of being able to let go of the past. But also, with that downward spiral, what we just talked about, it's probably good you're being honest with yourself, where it's worse to be in denial and not ever wanting to become better and thinking you're content with yourself as you are. I want to highlight the importance of going into the new year with gratitude. I'm going to speak a lot about gratitude and appreciation in the next couple, probably minutes, and I want to make sure you know that I was never someone who kept a gratitude journal. I don't know if you've seen those or always wrote thank you cards when I get a gift and I don't want to give you the wrong impression that I'm just overly I guess wanting to please and just everything's perfect because that's really not it. Um, 
I have found my life to be better when I am appreciative of the things that bring me joy. This can be the little things, small or big. Little victories put together over the course of the year can create large strides for greatness and for beauty. By celebrating these little victories and being intentional, being cheerful, letting go of the future, the past, and anything that is holding you hostage means you're laying the groundwork for the future by living in the present. That's a powerful and really good way to live. The less I freak out about where I'm going and where I'm headed and when I just embrace what's going on around me, I'm happier. Another thing that really helps me is, or if you want just to be freer in your life, mentally and emotionally, we have to do something a little radical. We have to recognize how little we truly are and how little our life is. The truth is you do matter, but we are not in control of everything that happens to us and to those around us. We have to accept that not everything is going to be a happy memory and not everything is in our control and it's not all about us. It's not all about being this idealized person or achieving X, Y, and Z will finally make you happy. So how do you manage that? You just got to stay your course and live day by day and be open to finding those little victories, whatever those are for you. In order to arrive, you must follow the signs. God inscribed on the world the path that each man must follow. This quote is from The Alchemist, a critically acclaimed book written by Paulo Coelho, and it's a lot about letting life guide you and being open. I'm very much against making yourself into a god and following your own path because you are so superior. That mentality is rather selfish and egotistical, and people in our world act like this constantly, thinking they are the gift. That's not excluding confidence at all, it's being arrogant. Uh, And I think lots of people take this book to mean that, and I think that's kind of like the wrong take. At any rate, if you are curious about reading it, the beauty and allure of the book comes comes from the simplicity with which it was written, not the fact that it's on the bestseller list. And speaking of that, I want to talk about this idea that's been going around recently in, I wouldn't say pop culture, but just like media culture, I guess, this idea of a main character energy or a main character moment where everyone is in charge of their life story. And onlookers can see that people are interesting once we get to know them. And once we become invested in them and really care, we recognize that everyone matters. So you're worth enough just by existing in your life because your life is valued because you exist. Like you have worth, like because you're here, you matter. You exist, you have a life, you have breath. Therefore, you have the right to make a choice. This is the pep talk, get ready. You are important, your life is important, and you don't have to measure up to anybody else. And your life is plenty good and worthy of celebrating on its own. You don't need a holiday, you don't need a new year to feel that. You don't need all the shimmers and the sparkles and the streamers. Instead of making big goals for this year, let the year unfold the way it's supposed to. And take every opportunity as it comes. Work hard for it, put yourself out there, and show up. Often, New Year's can be a time where we're consumed by the goal setting. I find when I'm not consumed by goals and trying to meet them, I can be happier. It frees me up. I free myself up to enjoy the small things that bring me joy, those little victories. I accept that my life is not all that, okay? It's just not. That I screw up my goals sometimes. I don't follow through. I am imperfect. And somehow in the midst of all that, I'm happier. It's like, oh, I admit defeat. Like, it's okay. In order to arrive, you must follow the signs. God inscribed on the world the path that each man must follow. You know you have a responsibility to make choices. Come and be open to opportunity. This doesn't mean making bad choices. You still have to have boundaries. It just means that the less you focus on yourself, the happier you become. And you can allow others to influence you for the better. And I found that I'm becoming more myself and more of a curious person and a better person because I'm learning for others. 
not because I'm obsessing over what I do and don't have or what I can do and haven't done and what I did and didn't accomplish, any of those combinations. Or even I find obsessing over how I can actually be better inhibits me from actually becoming better. Now, I've been kind of dragging goal setting, but there's definitely something wonderful, committed, disciplined, super great about making goals. I also think sometimes we get really wrapped up in those goals and really upset if we don't succeed and don't make them. It bec- we put a lot of added stress on ourselves and it's not worth it. I personally, like, I have a temperament where I'm easily content, I feel, and like just very even keeled. It takes me a lot. To, I'm not like super excited super often. I'm just kind of more level and not to say I'm not cheery, not emotional, but if you are one of those ambitious people, like more power to you. Like that's amazing. So I just want to make the point again that you have to recognize your life is enough as it is. And yes, I have a responsibility over my life and so do you. Obviously, I want to make good choices to further myself. You cannot get anywhere good by not trying. But also, we're human. We screw up. We make mistakes. Embrace the little victories, which decide what that is for you right now. Choose something small, because little is in the name, but also because then you'll realize like you do win day in, day out. There are multiple things in the day that are you prove victorious. There are little wins. Decide what that will be for each day for you, you know? Appreciate your life. I want to talk more about the fact that we can't control everything. You have to just live for today. This doesn't mean to live recklessly. It means to live with appreciation, gratitude. If it, even if it means humbling yourself and being kind to others you don't like, that's something like I'm struggling with right now. And things that seem, this is really important, things that seem insignificant actually have a lot of worth. And all those small things over time or even during one day create something great. Or they can create something not so great. They can snowball and all of a sudden you find yourself in horrible circumstances. So you have that choice here. And I feel a bit of a hypocrite because here I am telling you that every choice matters, but I don't always make the right choice. I'm selfish. Nobody makes the right choice all the time. So I guess what I'm telling you is it's still advice to like take it with a grain of salt, I guess. That kind of goes for, not to say you shouldn't listen to good advice, but I don't know. I think you have to filter it through no matter who's talking to you so I guess what I would say is live with intention don't let your denial or unforgiveness or not caring attitude become a habit because bad habits are hard to break I've been talking a lot about taking stuff day by day and I have recently felt a lot of pressure oppression and stress over a certain part of my life and a certain choice I've decided to make for myself and the trustworthy women who are backing me up and reassuring me told me to take it day by day. You have enough problems for today. Taking everything day by day doesn't mean necessarily slowing down. You can still have those goals, but it is more about making your choices with intention and doing all you can just for one day. Everything is temporary and change comes regardless of whether you're ready or you're wanting it. And on that note, less stress when I refuse to allow myself to be stressed. How I do that is to not give in to the worrying. I take it day by day. I allow my stress and my freaky outness and all those problems. Allow it to be just thrown off your shoulders. The weight is off your shoulders. You don't control it. And I know for some that that's so much easier said than done or even ignorant advice if you don't know the person, but just try to get through the day. Whatever is scaring you, oppressing you in the near future is a problem for tomorrow. And even then, you may not even have to deal with it tomorrow. I've also been told everything's better when you sleep on it. Everything tends to be more at ease in the sunlight rather than in the dark.
Once you realize you are not in control, the less you have to worry about controlling it, whatever the it is. This is kind of a side note to wrap this up. I know this episode is a lot longer than what I usually put out. But for me personally, I'm religious, so I pray for those I've met and those I have yet to meet. And I'm open to the signs or symbols God gives me to follow, allowing him to guide me. There's also an important distinction to be made. I'm not letting the universe pull me. I'm still making my decisions. I'm still working for it. I'm putting in that effort. And you should put in that effort too. You can't just throw up your hands and not do anything. That's when you're wasting those 365 days and realize, gosh, what am I even celebrating on New Year's Eve? So with that in mind, here are some resolutions for this year. Even though the official New Year has passed, it's the 13th of January. I get it a little late. In the spirit of this episode, you can reinvent yourself whenever. These are just things that have been on my mind, on my heart, so I'm going to share them. I want everyone who's listening to recognize the difference between arrogance and confidence. Confidence comes from within. Arrogance is the need to show off. I find myself being arrogant as a way to cover up the fact that I actually don't feel confident. So recognize that difference. Check yourself. Another resolution, don't lower your standards. This is something I've seen over and over. Different people... Same circumstances, sometimes not. Going into this new year, don't let others discourage you from having high standards for yourself. Often I see those I love settling for less for what they deserve without realizing it. And they believe in earnest that when they do X, Y, and Z for this under individual, they do it because it's expected, not because it's actually in their best interest. Don't feel guilty for voicing your concerns, your comforts, your needs in order for your experiences, whatever they are, whatever situation, to be better. This goes for friendships and all relationships. Uh, Another thing, try to be kind to all the people you meet, even if they grate on you. Sometimes it's not even their fault. This is something I'm trying to work on, and I invite you to try it with me. People only bother you if you let them, and usually people have good intentions. My last one, stop being afraid to reach out to people. And this is one I kind of wish I could have given a lot more people sooner. It doesn't make you weak for initiating plans. It's strong. It's not weak. Like, I just really want to make that clear. It's too strong because chances are the person is thinking of you too. They would be so much more glad as a friend or whomever. I don't know what your situation is. If you reached out, they would feel appreciated and grateful and touched that you thought of them, whether it's a family member or a friend. Don't let that act of kindness go unspoken or not typed or say whatever the situation is because... That little crap, those little stuff, those little, what I've been calling little victories, which this isn't a little victory, but that stuff matters and people do hold on and remember to those small kindnesses. If you haven't made a resolution yet, try one of these out. Remember to stay pure and tune in next time. Any feedback, ideas, socials, and reference links are in the show and episode bios. This interview series surrounds conversations that we should be having, but don't have the opportunity to hear every day. Thank you for tuning in to Keeping It Pure. New episodes release every other Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, and are always 10 to 15 minutes. Today, I encourage you to create content for your life that is pure of heart.